Well, good morning, Lake Gibson. Well, I'm glad everybody is catching up with each other. It's good to have everybody here. We need to get things started, so we've got a few announcements to make. The same, some of the stuff you already know. Uh, we want to welcome, are there any visitors here for the first time? Any guests? Yes, they're on the left. Where's, oh, well, there you are. We're glad to have you here with us. Thank you for coming. And any guests or visitors that are joining us for the first time online, we welcome you as well. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you guys all know this by now, but our, web, our email address is office at lakegibsonumc.com. And if you have something going straight to the pastor, you need to hurry up and send that because he won't be checking his email in about a week or so, I bet. But that's pastor at lakegibsonumc.com. And then you can always call us at 863-858-5431, and we would love to hear you on the phone. Um, as always, if you want to join Ms. Sue's Sunday School class through the Zoom link, that's on Sunday mornings at 9.15. And then uh, if you want to be here in person, which we would love to see you here in person, uh, there's two Sunday School classes. John Bernat and I have one in the main part of the FLC at 9.15, and then Ms. Sue's class is in classrooms 1 and 2 at 9.15. So please join us if you can. Mary Matters is meeting this Wednesday at 10 a.m. in the FLC. Uh, the A Little Bit of Heaven, our preschool over here, is having their graduation for their pre-K kids. That's going to be Tuesday at 4 p.m. here in the sanctuary. So if you'd like to show some support for those families and kids and let them know that they're not just like tenants here on our property, but they're part of our church and a ministry of this church. Come and see these little kids graduate. That would be great. Tuesday at four o'clock. Um, we're going to do some, something a little bit different. Uh, want you, especially at home, if you've got prayer requests and praises, get those sent in so Christy could type them up. But we want to be able to continue to pray accurately and faithfully for those requests that come in. So we've got the prayer cards out in the narthex. And if you have a prayer request or a praise that you want to share, if you could fill one of these out as well, then the prayer warriors can continue to pray over those throughout the week. So please fill those out so we can get names correct and phone numbers and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the Zoom Bible study is not really going to be a Bible study this Thursday at 1 o'clock. Everybody is going to get together on Zoom that's part of that and kind of discuss plans for the summer, things like that. Pastor Steve and I are going to be tied up at annual conference uh, the 9th through the 11th, so he won't be here to, to be leading that, but I believe they are meeting on Zoom to discuss their schedule for the summer. And... Uh, for purposes of the newsletter, um, as y'all may know, Phyllis Kitchens is having some medical issues taken care of, so um, Barb Allen Coyle is going to be taking all the information for the newsletter and I think working with Christy to get that all put together. So if you have information for the newsletter, articles, things like that, if you could send that to Barbara at B-A-L-L-E-N-C-O-I-L -L -E at yahoo.com. Get that to her as soon as you can so that they can get it all put together for the newsletter. So please do that. 
And next Sunday is Pastor Steve's last sermon with us. And uh, we're going to have a little send-off for him to let him know how much we've appreciated his leadership and his ministry here at Lake Gibson. So we're going to, you know, as good Methodists, we're going to eat. So we're going to have a potluck meal. And I believe that his preferences are in the area of barbecue. So if you want to bring side dishes that fit into that, like greens and collard greens, not mustard greens or... Okay, so swamp cabbage, collard greens, cream peas, corn on the cob, potato salad, banana pudding, coconut cake, any of that kind of stuff would be appreciated. But that will be next Sunday after our service to send Steve and Penny off with uh, all of our love and appreciation for all that they've done. So. Plan accordingly. If you want to bring your dish before the service, I'm sure that we'll have the refrigerators and the warmers and things ready so we can keep it warm during the service. And I think that that is it. So we will turn it over to our praise team. Is this better? Oh, somebody forgot to push a button. <laughs> I didn't say any names, Bob. <laughs> of course, we could look at more than one Bob. Uh, anyhow, praise team didn't get to pick the songs. They normally pick the songs. I, I chose the songs, and I chose them because these are the particular songs that speak to me at this particular time of my life and here. And I'm going to do a running commentary. They're going to lead us in a song, and I'm going to talk a little bit about it or afterwards, and then they'll do another until we get to the sermon. But um, that's the way we're going to do this first part. And the first song is Reckless Love by Corey Asbury. And after they sing it, I will talk to you a minute. But first, let me put this in here. Anybody know what the day is in the church world? Christy, I know you do. It's Pentecost Sunday, uh, the, the Sunday that we celebrate the coming of the Holy Spirit and, and the way we interpret Scripture, the birth of the church as the first sermon was given and 3,000 people um, came to know Jesus Christ that day, gave their life to him after Peter and the other apostles spoke. But I'm looking at this, I'm celebrating what the Spirit has done in this church since we have been here, and, and even before because it started back in 1962 when you were a Bible study. But we're celebrating that. But lead us on. Praise team and rock us out. And Bob, I'm still looking for the backwards cap.
Praise you. you may be seated for just a moment if you'd like to. Aren't you glad God's reckless love never quits on us, never gives up, never stops? You can't outrun it. You can't get too far away from it. You can't be so bad that God will not love you.
this doesn't work. Nope. Is dead. Here we go. The board is there. Okay. They unplugged me again. You're right. You didn't pay the ad. Okay, where were we? aren't you glad that God's love is so reckless it never quits on you? You can't outrun it. You can't do too much bad things that he doesn't love you because I tested it. But God's a gentleman, you know. He will allow you to say no. You don't have to accept his love. You can push it away and say, I know it's there, but I don't want it. God's love chased me even when I told him to go away and leave me alone. He never quit loving me. But I told him point blank, Lord, I want nothing else to do with you. I'm out of here. Leave me alone. Tell you what, God, let's, let's have this agreement. I won't badmouth you and you leave me the heck alone. And we went that way for about 15 years or more. I left him alone and he left me alone. But all that time he was silently standing there with his arms wide open, waiting for me to have the veil lifted, if you will, so I could see that. He never quit loving me. He never quit pursuing me, even though I was as far away from him as I could get. And looking to get further away, to be honest with you. And he never quits pursuing you either. Who are sitting here, or you who are watching me online or watching recording, he never quits pursuing us. He doesn't quit on us. He's always there waiting. All we have to do is turn toward him and take one step. I don't even know if we have to take a step. I think we can just look back with pleading in our eyes and when he makes that eye contact. He becomes that prodigal father we read about in Luke 15 when the prodigal son was coming home and the dad looked down and saw him coming. Remember what he did? He got up and he ran. You know, that's the only time God ever runs in the Bible. But he got up and he ran and he grabbed that kid who was covered with the pig slop and he grabbed him and he just wrapped his arms around him and hugged him and kissed him and then said, go draw a bath for him, get a robe, go kill the fatty calf. We're having a party because my child is home. God loves us that much that he's waiting for us to turn so that he can show us that love. That reckless love. And it, reckless love could then fill us, fill our hearts so that we can go out and we can share that love with others. And this next song, now get ready in the middle of this because Bob's going to do a rap, right? All I got to do is stand up there and you're going to do the rap? Oh, no. But this is Mercy Me's Grace Got You. So lead us in that and as you're able, stand for, as we sing this.
You know, it's only by the grace of God that any of us ever come to know him, really. Mercy is not receiving something that you deserve, like a penalty. Mercy is what we get when the judge says, I need to give you 10 years, but in my mercy, I'm going to give you probation. That's mercy. Well, we all deserve H-E-L-L, but God gives us mercy. But grace, grace is something different. Grace is, go ahead and put that acronym on the screen, God's riches at Christ's expense. Grace is us receiving something we did not deserve and do not deserve. Normally, it's a positive thing. Jesus paid it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but he washed it white as snow. It's only God's gracious grace that has allowed me to preach the gospel for 25 plus years. It's only God's grace that I even become his child, if you want to be honest. It's only by God's grace that he gave me my beautiful helpmate, my precious penny. It's only through his grace. It's only God's grace that brought me here to Lake Gibson and kept me here at Lake Gibson. It's all his grace. You know, statistics, and they teach you this. Y'all may not know this, but when you're in full-time ministry anyway, you have to go to this uh, week-long ministerial school before you start your ministry, and they have you teach all this stuff, like how to hug from the side, you don't hug from the front, and all this other stuff they teach you. But here's one of the things they taught us, and it's statistics. If you follow a pastor that's been at the church for six years or more, don't expect to last more than two years. And, and the reason is because things change. You're different. You're a different person. And, and they realize, and it's nothing against you or nothing against the church. It's just the way the world seems to be, that if you follow someone who's been there for six years or more, you're probably going to be there too as an interim, and then whoever follows you will be the one that's stable. Well, you know, I followed somebody who had been here 17 years. And as I walked in the door, I had already been prompted by DSs and everybody else, you're not going to be there long. But go do what you can do. In fact, that first SPPR meeting, and Ms. Carol Davis was the, uh, pres- uh, the, the chair of the SPPR at that time, we're in that particular meeting when we're getting to know each other, you know. And, and she asked me, she said, well, how long do you think you may be here at Lake Gibson? Do you remember my answer? I said, well, prayerfully until I retire. At the time, I was 59. And we were looking at retirement at anywhere from six, eight, nine years. Well, I've been here 11 years and I'm 70 years old now. No, 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 it's, it's him, it's him. It, it, it is only because of the grace of God that has got me here and kept me here. Many of you weren't here, but let me tell you a quick little story about those first five or six months. Um, the first paycheck I was handed, I was told, don't cash it until after next Tuesday, and it was handed to me on a Thursday. So Why? Because there's no money in the bank and it won't be until after Sunday service and they won't get it down until Monday and it won't go in the bank until Tuesday so don't cash it till after 2 o'clock Tuesday. It's kind of scary. 
And then, let's see, I got here in July. It was August when that lightning struck our $55,000 organ. And we found out we hadn't paid the insurance in two and a half years. And we were like, oh, Lord. And we were talking about that organ strike, and, and somebody said, well, what are you going to do, Pastor? And I looked at him and said, hey, this is God's church, not mine. I don't know what God's going to do. And, and they said, well, you got to do something. I said, yeah, we got to do something. we got to pray for God to open doors. And he did. He opened doors that we could not even have imagined and allowed us to... Uh, pay off the back debt as well as replace the organ and other things like that. It's only by God's grace. It's nothing I've done or anybody else has done. It's the way God has worked his grace through us that has allowed us to be here and allowed us to accomplish the things that we have done. So now I'm going to ask if the praise team will lead us in one of my favorite songs now called Holy Water. And I think you've sang it before. And Larry, if you want to start dancing doing this, please do. Because I was waiting for you to do a Michael Jan Jackson on the glide and moonwalk across the front of the table. <laughs> you could do that when Bob raps. <laughs> and, and if you all don't know what, in the middle of that Grace song, when they were doing the thing and they had all the musical signs up there, there's a rapper that's in the middle of that original song that does a rap lyric in there at that and I told Bob he needed to do the rap and we decided he couldn't do it because he don't have a hat on backwards <clears throat> anyhow you might notice we don't have our drummer he has a stress fracture in his foot and his foot's in a boot and he won't be able to play for indefinitely on drums so we're using a drum machine with a mind of its own, so bear with us. <laughs> Oh 
Amen. Thank you. Let go, praise team. You can take a break. On my knees again, he started the song, Oh, I Need You, Oh, I Need You. Well, let me tell you something. If you're a pastor, you need to be on your knees all the time. Maybe not literally, but figuratively, you have to stay in prayer to God. He said, God, what do I do now? What's next? I don't know about you, but I need God constantly, and I need to feel that holy water touching me. By the way, that's a Wesley concept we call sanctification. And I feel that we have to have that as church members, as pastors, whatever we are. We have to realize that holy water is there for us. And God's got it, and he's waiting on us just to reach out, and he'll touch us with that holy water. His amazing grace, his presence to cleanse us and to help us through so. God's loving kindness, his mercies are new every morning, Scripture tells us. He's there every day, yearning, longing for us to reach out to him. And he'll touch us with that water. And he'll have us remember our baptism and we can be thankful for that. Because he desires us to be holy as he is holy. Now, let me stop there for just a moment. And let's see who's online watching us and let's welcome them. Let me get my phone to work here. Ding, 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 come on. You know, Christy, guess what? I still have problems with electronic stuff. Let's see here. Well, Maria Thomas was there. Okay, here we go. Phyllis and Dwight are here. Sharon and Michael DeMote. Linda and Charlie Alvarez. Rich Thomas. Ginger uh, Fredrickson, CB. Christy Summers. Lynn. And then it wants to freeze. And all the rest of them, welcome them here. We're glad to have you online with us. We get to do a couple of other things today. You know, um, COVID has made us do some things differently. Well, Geraldine Mayo, has, she came here quite regular pre-COVID. Now she has a job, and the job requires that sometimes she works during Sunday. So she came and she requested to join a church. So we're going to do this by video. She has been in the church, and we videoed asking the questions, but I need to show it to you. So, Christy, if you will show us that at this time, please. She has been in the church and we videoed asking the questions, but I need to show it to you. So, Christy, if you want time, please. She has been in the church and we videoed asking the questions, but I need to show it to you. Geraldine Mayo, long time attendee here. She attended quite uh, regular pre COVID, we'll say, and now her work schedule kind of keeps her off and on, but she attends online and watches the videos all the time. And Geraldine has expressed a desire to join us in our fellowship, join the community of faith here. So Geraldine, I ask you these questions. Do you repent of your sin, confess Jesus Christ as your savior, and promise according to the grace given you to keep God's holy will and commandments and walk after him as a faithful member of Christ's holy church? I do. Do you remember your baptism and are you thankful for it? I do. And will you be loyal to the United Methodist Church and Lake Gibson United Methodist Church, upholding it with your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness? I will. Lake Gibson United Methodist Church, I give you your newest member, Geraldine. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. 
Lord, I thank you for Geraldine. I thank you for her faith. I thank you that you have brought her into our midst. And I thank you for this church which will warmly receive her and embrace her as she goes about continuing to share your witness with others. I know she has a wonderful ministry here in this community, and we thank you for that. Continue to bless her, and may she continue to reach out in love to your fellow human beings that you have called us to witness to. We ask in your name. Amen. And do I have the membership? When you see Geraldine, and she's on campus once in a while. She works with uh, uh, the Hope House or the Homeless, I should say now, since Hope House is really non-existent. Uh, she's here some Wednesday evenings, some Saturday evenings as they're on campus, and whenever she gets off, so welcome her when she comes. And now, Cindy Webb, please come forward for me. Cindy has also expressed the interest of joining the church. She's coming from uh, the old Wesley Memorial, which has been closed for a few years, so we bring her in on a restoration, but we have to ask you these following questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, this is Jeopardy. Okay. I already failed. No, you haven't. God's grace got you. You didn't listen to the song? I did. God's grace has got you. Okay. Cindy, do you repent of your sin? Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior and promise according to the grace given you to keep God's holy will and commandments and walk after him? as a faithful member of Christ's holy church. Do you remember your baptism and are you thankful for it? I am. Are you, as a member of Christ's universal church, will you be loyal to Christ through this church and do all in your power to strengthen its ministries? And as a member of this congregation, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness? Blake Gibson, I give you your newest member, Cindy Webb. There is your membership papers, and you need to stand at the door and tell everybody how glad you are that you're a part of the fellowship after this. Okay, I can do that. Okay. Do what, Carrie? You wanted to hand a dollar bill to everybody. Carrie, what are you, what are you doing to me, Carrie? <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. God bless. Man, Carrie... As I thought about today, and I've been thinking about today for about a month, Scripture came to me. The Scripture had to deal with Jesus in the upper room because this is the last time, at least as your pastor, that I will be presiding over the Lord. The, the last time that I would be there, and I, and I thought about Jesus' words in that upper room, as he said, he eagerly desired to share the Passover with his disciples. And I think I have begun to feel a little bit like he may have. Happy and, and glad and elated because this sacrament of the Lord's Supper here for us is full of the love, the mercy, the grace, the forgiveness of God, and it binds us together and it holds us together in God's love as brothers and sisters in our faith. And yet sad, because in a physical way it ends, but spiritually we will never be disconnected. Spiritually, God holds us together at all times, and every time we take of the Lord's Supper, Communion, Eucharist, Holy Communion, whatever you may want to call it, every time we do that, it reminds us that we are forever linked together.
that we are family forever. But here are those words that Jesus used that are found in Luke chapter 22. It says, when the hour had come, he took his place at the table. The apostles with him, just as you're gathered here with me today. And he said to them, I have eagerly, eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup. After giving thanks, he said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I tell you that from now on, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. Then he took the loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he did the same with the cup after supper, saying, This is the cup that is poured out for you. It is the new covenant in my blood. But see, the one who betrays me is with me. His hand is on the table. For the Son of Man is going as it has been determined, but woe to the one by whom he is betrayed. God's word for God's people. Thanks be to God. We're here much like he was at this communion table today. And we remember the words that Jesus said, that Jesus was eating the Passover meal. Passover is a little bit different, um, but yet the roots are still found there together. Christ hasn't been sacrificed yet, if you will. He's going to be the next day. But the roots of our communion are found within Passover, in the Passover meal. Remember what Passover was? It, it was that day when Moses was going to Pharaoh, saying, let my people go. And Pharaoh was saying no. And God said, okay, I'm fixing to, I'm fixing to really zap him now. I'm going to kill everybody, all the oldest people, all the firstborn sons. There, so this is what I need you to do so you don't fall into this same thing. Remember, Moses was to go out. They brought the people and they they sacrificed the perfect lamb. The perfect lamb. And there was a special way they had to sacrifice it. Then they took that blood and that blood, they took a hyssop branch and they marked it on their door lintels, on their doorpost, if you will. Marked it over. And then when the angel of death came that night, Every time the angel of this saw that blood, he passed over that house. And all the Egyptians were affected. Their eldest sons, the oldest of the cattle, the sheep, the livestock, they died. But Israel, the Hebrew people, there was not a death there because of that blood that was seen, that blood of that sacrifice. And The Israelites were told to remember this continually. In fact, here's how it reads in Exodus 12. Exodus 12, 25 to 27. It says, When you come to the land that the Lord will give you as he's promised, you shall keep this observance. When your children ask, What does this observance mean to you? You shall say, It is the Passover sacrifice to the Lord. For he passed over the houses of the Israelites in Egypt when he struck down the Egyptians but spared our houses. And the people bowed down and worshipped. And they were to do this each year. And when they did it, they were to teach their children. And the alien who may be in the land, this is why we do this and this is what we do it for. 
because we serve a God that's so great. Well, we serve a God that's so great. Same God. But maybe even greater. I don't think it's possible to be greater. But because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, it just impresses me in a different way. Impresses me that God was so gracious that he didn't say, I had to go sacrifice an animal. He came and said, here I am. I'm the sacrifice. I take it. And that's where we pick up with communion. And as I said, as I've been thinking about this being my last Sunday presiding over this, I thought about Jesus' words. And I think about how Jesus brought more meaning, if that's possible, to the Passover. And let me show you a chart that's here and walk through it a little bit. In the Passover meal, when they've done the pass, and our, our men's group has done the Living Last Supper, which is sort of a Passover. They've also done a Seder meal several times here. But the Passover, the bread and the wine are blessed. Jesus blessed it. Notice, even the words we use in communion, every time it says Jesus took the bread, blessed it, then broke it. Took the cup, blessed it, then gave it to his disciples. Jesus blessed himself and the elements that they were using that day with them. In the Passover, you had to take the unblemished lamb. Well, that was Jesus. Remember John's word, behold, the lamb of God, which takes away the sins of the world. Jesus himself was the lamb that was sacrificed. We, we saw this when you see Isaac and Abraham in that scenario there when uh, he's going to offer Isaac up and the ram is given for him. That's a precursor, if you will, a, a, a hint of what's going to happen and what Jesus is going to do when Jesus gets over here. He's the Paschal lamb. If you ever hear that, that's a fancy word. just means he fulfilled the promise of the unblemished lamb like I said they had special instructions for how they were to sacrifice these animals they couldn't break any bones remember Jesus's bones were not broken on the cross because he was already dead they pierced him in the side he fulfilled that spot then Passover there's this thing called the Bereka the blessing again Jesus took the bread and the wine and blessed it repeatedly as he celebrated Passover with them. And then in Passover, Moses would take the blood or he instructed the priest or the people to take the blood and they spread it on the lentils. Well, Jesus pours his blood out on a cross for the new covenant for you and I. The act that we take today that we call Holy Communion binds us together binds us together with one another and with those around the globe that worship Jesus Christ and partake of this in a holy manner. It centers us in the fact that Jesus is where we find life. It centers us in the fact also that it is here that we find God's reckless love, amazing grace, and the holy water that he gives us. We find it as we celebrate communion together. So let me go through some of the acts. And I, I want to, don't forget, we're going to sing a song in the middle of it. And let me tell you a little bit how this is going to work. 
because this is going to be a little different because we're still in COVID stuff, right? So, you're going to have three options. If you want to take communion by intention, Penny and I will be on one side of the altar and we will be giving it by intention. If you want to take it with the individual cups and little small pieces of bread, Ms. Carol Davis and Ms. Sandy Stanfield, which is your admin chair and your SPPR chair, will be on one side of the altar. And if you still are a little leery and you want one of those, the cardboard things, they're here. Just come get one and you can take it at the altar. You can go back to your seat, however you may want to. So it's going to be your choice. And we figure you're, Larry, we figure y'all are big enough that y'all can figure out how to get to where you want to go without us guiding you so Tom and people don't have to guide you. But that's the way we're going to do it, okay? So let's prepare our hearts even now. Father, we come before your throne of grace and again we give you thanks for this great day. We give you thanks for the mercy, the forgiveness, the grace, the blood of Jesus Christ. And as we come before this now to partake of this holy meal, remind us that you're always here for us. That you never forsake us. You never leave us. That your love and your mercy is new every day. So as we come now, Lord, we confess to you that we've not loved you with our whole heart, Father. We've not loved ourselves. We've not loved our neighbors. We've committed sins of commission and omission. We've, we've done things we shouldn't and we haven't done some things you've told us to do. As we come now, we ask that you would forgive us for these things, Father. We ask that you would fill us with, and fill us with your grace and fill us in such a way that we can go forth to be your church, taking your message and showing your love to those in need this day. We ask it in your name. On the night in which he was betrayed, Jesus took the bread, blessed it, broke it, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. And likewise, after the supper, he took the cup. Again, he blessed it, gave it to his disciples, said, take, drink. This is the new covenant which is given I mean, by my blood, as often as you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. And so, Father, in remembrance of the mighty acts that you have done through Jesus Christ, not only in the Bible and not only throughout history, but right here in this church, have you has made way for us and opened doors for us when there was no way it was possible except by your grace. So pour your spirit out upon us that are gathered here now those that are watching, pour your spirit on us to make us be for the world, the body of Christ, taking your love to them. And pour your spirit out on these elements so that as we partake of them, we are filled with your goodness. We ask in your name and let us pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. For that is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Amen. Let me give you a little more background here. There's a book. It was put out about probably 35 years ago now. It's called The Meal That Heals. And it's talking about communion. Now, I remind you that as we come to this table today, that Jesus is here. In this room, wherever you may be, if you're watching online or watching recorded, Jesus is right there with you right this moment. He's here. And, and as we come to the table and we experience his presence, he's here to meet your need also. This next song that we're going to sing before we partake of this is a song that uh, is fairly new. In Jesus' name, the God of possible by Katie Nicole. And it talks about how Jesus can touch whatever we may need, just as He can touch you today as you come to this table. I invite you to come to this table and lay your. For His yoke is easy, His load is light. Just, just come and lay your burden to Him. I invite you to come, and if you need a special touch, just as He freed the Hebrew slaves. At Passover, he frees you and I from sin in this meal. Just as he touched those who were sick and in need during his earthly ministries, he can touch us today. Just as he cast out demons and healed minds and bodies and emotions, he's here today inviting us to reach out to him. So as you come, if you have one of those needs, also feel free to come to this table. He knows the need and expect him answer you. Let us sing together now in Jesus' name before we partake of the elements. I speak the name of Jesus over you. Circumstance. 
this is a little unusual for a Methodist church but I got to tell you something he's the answer I'm not he's the one that touches your needs not me not the church I mean we, we may we may fulfill that but he's the one that does it and he's the one you have to reach out to and that's what we do in this meal so if I could get my beautiful wife to come up for just a moment let me do this other first I'm sorry, I know. The body of Christ broken for you. And the blood of Christ shed for you. So Penny, if you will come up now, we'll serve the praise team up here so they can come ahead and worship, help us with our music. Miss Carol, if you and Sandy want to come on up and get ready, and I'll let you wash your own hands as we praise team. Can you come with me, dear? And watch out for the tra traps I have set here. Body of Christ broken for them. Body of Christ broken for thee. Pop the body of Christ. Body of Christ. Brenda broken for thee.
into the body of Christ broken for thee. David, the body of Christ broken for thee. Need me to carry that? Got it. Okay. Did you get the cocoa juice? Okay. You'll just turn that way and face him. As I said, your choice, you can take it individually. Get right over here by, by Sandy, please, and face that way so we can get Your choice, there's this way, here's the sanitary way, and here's Penny and I. So... The table is open, however you choose to take it. Depends on which way they come. Depends on which way they will come. Yeah, but if they come this way, here, you get on this side, because most of them come this way. Tracy, the body of Christ broken for thee. Sue, the body of Christ broken for thee. Beverly, the body of Christ broken for Sharon, the body of Christ broken for thee. The body of Christ broken for thee. The body of Christ broken for thee. Larry, the body of Christ broken for thee. Kathy, the body of Christ broken for thee. Leon, the body of Christ broken for thee. Ken, Ruth, the body of Christ, broken for thee. Sue, the body of Christ, broken for thee. Frankie, the body of Christ, broken for thee. Miss Carol, the body of Christ, broken for thee. Christ, broken for thee. This is two knives in a row. You just did this to Emmaus, didn't you? Christ broken for thee. John, the body of Christ broken for thee. The body of Christ broken for thee. Then, Miss Hess, the body of Christ broken for thee. Dorothy, the body of Christ. Surely the body of Christ broken for thee. Thank you. Marge, the body of Christ broken for thee. Graham, the body of Christ broken for thee. Betty, the body of Christ broken for thee. Tom, the body of Christ broken for thee. Sue. 
stir the body of Christ closer to thee. Set that down. Hold this. Body of Christ broken for thee. Blood of Christ. Is there anybody that needs serving in their seat? No? Everybody's taken. Okay. we've come before you a throne of grace we've come to your table it's your invitation and we've partaken of this meal so now as we go forth I just pray that you would fill us with your love your mercy your grace I pray that we would take your words the words that we read the words that we hear over and over on Sunday morning and other times that you love us you care for us. You'll never leave nor forsake us. Now, you want everybody else to know that. I pray that we'll take those words and you'll fill us with not only the love, but with the fortitude and the determination to go out and show others the love of Christ. As little children, let us go forth and do so with a smile on our face and let nothing deter us from telling others how great a God we serve. We ask in your name. Amen. How about y'all just sitting down a minute? <laughs> we we got to we got to do the prayer thing, you know. So, uh, hope hopefully online you've been sending your prayer request and your praises. But does anyone here have a praise or a prayer they'd like to share with us? Flip your hand up, and I'll have Mike and the Energizer Bunny run over there to you. There's one. Oh, look at that! Standing right there where you were at. <laughs> Uh, good morning. My name is Zandy Cole. A lot of you probably don't know me, but my husband, Larry, everybody's been praying for him. He had surgery last week on Tuesday. Um, he had a left 
um, below knee amputation. It went very well, and he's been accepted in the inpatient program at the VA for his recovery. So thank you for all of your prayers and your love. It's very appreciated. Others? Hope House was mentioned a few minutes ago, and yes, it's true, the property was sold, the house was closed and taken away from us, but Hope House is still alive, it's referred to now as Hope House Mobile. <laughs> and those volunteers are getting a, a meal out to them just about every day of the week. We are bringing them into the church on Wednesday evenings and Saturdays so they can get showers and get fed here. Yesterday, one of the ladies was saying, I came across two guys, they didn't have any shoes. Somebody had stole all their stuff. She said, I wish we could get them some shoes. Another guy tapped me on the shoulder and said, uh, can I see you at the service? There's a homeless person who needs some help. And then I had somebody say to me this morning, does the Hope House need some money? And I said, sure. She said, be there tomorrow. God answered those prayers and did them quick. Praise God and thank you, Sarah. Amen. Amen. Miss Jackie. Yeah. Susan is usually here on this bench with all of us. Is in has been in the hospital this week and with the bleeding and they did uh went into her stomach and she has two polyps. So we need to keep her in our prayers. Okay. All right. I think Sarah had Dick referred to me for that money, but no, it came from the women of the church. Women in faith gave the money for Hope House people. <laughs> Still, United Methodist women to me, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> what, Mike, you're being summoned back to the other side. Yeah. You're being called home. Well, while I'm in transit, my wife wanted me to make another announcement that uh, if you would like to be a greeter, please sign up. She's got a clipboard, and we need greeters here to welcome everybody on Sunday morning. So please sign up. I have had the greatest week of my life playing with babies. <laughs> it was really great, and I thank God for taking us and coming and bringing us back home. Okay, any others here? <laughs> That's a grandma, isn't it? Of course, she got to spend that week with me, too, so that probably made it greater. Yeah, you, yeah that was probably it. Yeah, you're right. You're probably right. Good morning. Good morning. There is joy in the house of the Lord. Amen. Rejoice, my friend. Rejoice. Just let it go. I just want to say this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Let it go. We're safe. We're, we're in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay. Cindy. Our new, our new member. Yes, our new member. I want to thank the women of the church also because they gave a donation for the Guardian Ad Litem program for the Christmas. See, we, we do this backwards. We put them to work before we let them become a member. 
<laughs> like Cindy, she, she's been the ad litem director here for five years or more. I don't know. Because I've been here. Okay, any others? Okay, Christy, online. Travel merchants for Bob and Martina as they travel to New Hampshire on Thursday to celebrate their granddaughter's graduation. Congratulations, Bob and <laughs> Martina, yes. Prayers for the family of Thomas Beebe. That was a nephew, I believe, of Joanne who passed away suddenly Wednesday. We want to remember them in prayer. Phyllis Kitchens, who's having her surgery on the 8th, which is Wednesday. We want to remember that prayer. Keep her in, keep her in prayer for uh, the recovery also. And that's all? Okay, let's pray. Father, we come before your throne of grace, and once again we give you the praise for you and you alone are worthy. You are the one that answers our needs, and you've heard those needs lifted this day. Those that need a special touch, those that are awaiting surgeries which are very critical, such as Phyllis, those who are recovering from surgeries such as Larry, those that are awaiting results of tests and other things, and you know all of those things that are going on, and we just lift them before you. And, and even if we didn't mention their name, but we just thought it, or we think it now, we pray that you'll touch them and be with them and guide the doctors and the caregivers and place healing even now flowing through their body. And for those who have lost loved ones, such as the BB family, and I think of Patsy Lennon's family also, then of course we've seen the terrible news reports where we had a golfer killed here on a automobile accident. We've seen the shootings. We've seen other things that have happened where people have lost their lives. And we lift each of those people and their families before you and asking you to pull us together and wrap your loving arms around them in a special way. Pray that you would wrap your arms around your church also as I know you are. That you would pull us close. And I want to say a special prayer for the upcoming Florida Conference which starts meeting this week. And pray that you would be there and you would guide each and every one of us as they make decisions and worship you. We ask it all in Jesus' name. All God's people said. Okay, we're going to end with a psalm. If I could put one thing out there, if I had one desire that I would like to pass on to you, it would be for you and Lake Gibson to never stop telling others what Jesus Christ has done for you. Don't ever stop. Don't back down. Don't be embarrassed to tell people what God has done for you. Point people to Jesus Christ, for it's only Jesus Christ that can meet their need. It's only Jesus Christ that can fill them. It's only the love of Christ that can give them the joy that they need, and it's only the blood of Christ that can save their soul. There is no other way. It's all about Jesus. It's not about the pastor, whether that pastor is me or another pastor. It's not about the church, as great as the church may be. It's not about the congregation, as great as this congregation is. It's all about Jesus Christ. And we're going to close singing, My Jesus. So if the praise team would come and lead us now, please. Are you past the point of weary? Is your 
benediction and hey I'll, I'll tell you what I went over this week I'll try to cut next week five minutes short okay don't count on it but I'll try there's food next week so it don't matter if I cut it short or not you're out of here is that what you're telling me uh-huh I see what you're here for Lord as we go forth now let us go forth in your love mercy and grace and let us go forth to tell others the good news of Jesus Christ 
and change their life. Change ours so they see the difference in us. And when they say, what's different, we can say, let me tell you about my Jesus. We ask in your name. Amen.